Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. What's the word, everyone? And uh, for those who out there who celebrated the 4th, I guess if you're in America, you have no choice but to celebrate the 4th, especially if you're having barbecue and things of that nature, chilling with family, you know, and all of that. So shout out to you and, uh, you know, happy after 4th. I would say happy, what, July 8th? (laughs) Happy July 8th to everyone out there. But um, today we will be reviewing... midsummer yeah that's that's kind of like you know what i got from it you know it was like uh like because it was light it was like basically a horror movie in the daytime like who does that makes a horror movie in the daytime like that you know definitely made me feel uncomfortable i don't know because i'm black or what but it it, it made me feel super uncomfortable but anyway the log line for this film is about a young woman with an anxiety illness who's having relationship issues with her boyfriend and they travel to Sweden for a retreat, where they witness and experience the cult's unorthodox pagan rituals. Now, the director and writer for this film is Ari Aster. You've known him from Hereditary. And I'm surprised there's a lot of people that don't like Hereditary. I, you know, I thought, I mean, it is a slow burn movie. It's more story driven, but it's people that really don't like Hereditary. And so cool. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. And the characters for this film, you have the main character, Danny, played by Florence Pugh. You might have seen her in Male Event. I always, always pronounce this word wrong. I don't know why. Malevolent. Malevolent. Yeah. And then she's also going to be in the up-and-coming Black Widow, which is going to be awesome with Scarlett Johansson. I can't wait to see that. Um, you have Christian, played by Jack Raynor. You might have seen him in Grassland and Macbeth. You have Mark played by Will Poulter. He he also played with Jack Raynor in uh, Grassland, but he's going to be well. He was he's going to be he's in Maze Runner and We're the Millers. I know you probably seen We're the Millers. You also have Josh played by William Jackson Harper. He was in The Good Place and All Good Things. He's a lot of good stuff. Anyway, you have Pele played by Wilhelm Blomgren. He was in The Days the Flowers Bloom. Now, walking into this theater, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I I mean, I did like Hereditary. And also, you know, to me, the number one horror movie this year so far is Us. So I did want to compare because when Jordan Peele came back and was like, yo, this is, you know, you got to see this, da, 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 da. He was raving about it. So I'm like, man, is this Jordan throwing in the towel as giving uh, Ari Aster the number one horror, horror movie for the year? You know, because I was waiting for a Stephen King's movie. Uh, well, I almost say Stephen King's movie, but Pet Cemetery, you know, that fell short for me. But. So I was interested. I was like, well, you know, what has Steve, no, excuse me, Stephen King, what has Jordan Peele up in, not up in arms, what has him raving so much about this movie? 
so all right so i was kind of i didn't know what to expect i didn't know you know how it was going to be i already had, I, I already had a feeling that it might have a wicker man feel to it the 1970s version but i didn't know i didn't know how it was going to turn out so anyway when i first you know watched the movie you know you had the intro and i'm not going to get too in depth so don't worry i'm not going to like spoil the movie because i want you guys to see it for yourselves and reply back and how you felt about the film you know what i mean so the intro it had that you know that um the shining uh view of them flying over you know uh trees and things of that nature you know you i believe they had it was one part i might be confusing it i know they did that they might have done that in when they were in the woods when they went to sweden i'm not sure but anyway i I think they did cast over the land and all of that stuff if i'm not mistaken like kind of give you that shining feel but anyway so as the music was playing in the background like the score was playing it had a disruptive feel to it so like the music was going all of a sudden it just abruptly cuts off and then you go right to danny uh florence's Pugh's character it goes right to her typing somebody or not typing but uh she wasn't texting i guess she was typing yeah she was she was online yeah so yeah she was typing on her her, her laptop if i'm not uh mistaken maybe it was a cell phone i can't remember I can't remember. It was so much that happened in the movie that I can't remember the beginning that much. But anyway, so yeah, it just goes right into that. Now, I mean, you can read the text or the information that she's typing if you want to. I tried and I still didn't understand what was going on until the movie wanted me to to understand what was going on. Now, I will have to say the transitions of this film was dope. I mean, the scene changes. I mean, it was a beautiful picture. I mean, the film... the the transitions i mean you had a character in one spot and the next thing you know the background changes and they're sitting in the same position you know what i mean like he would do like stuff like that like he was he was he was a magician with that right there so i have to give him that um the beginning was dread and sad for me i've never felt sad at the beginning of a movie uh, especially florence Pugh. she brought that character out in it with danny i mean for me it was like wow like 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 i was starting to feel depressed like florence pew was doing that like florence pew can probably give you an anxiety if she wanted to because that's what the character was kind of going through at certain times so yeah like she she was doing her thing in that beginning man it was so sad anyway so uh there was awkward and funny moments with these characters surrounding christian and his girlfriend danny so you definitely can you know peek that and feel the and feel the the weirdness of it you know what i mean like just how the interaction is um but like well since we're going to talk about characters so like for example christian that's danny's boyfriend so pardon my french he's a fuck boy that is so over his relationship with his girlfriend danny he's only with her because of the tragedy that struck in her life and so like that's like a terrible reason to be with somebody but i guess it is awkward but you'll learn more about christian and you know his ways i felt like he was a real person you know what i mean like a lot of people might disagree and felt like the characters weren't there i felt like i was looking at real people you know what i mean because he had certain shadiness like a certain shadiness to him you know what i mean like he made him human to kind of stick around with his girlfriend because he didn't want to leave her you know what i mean but 
you you pick that up on Christian. And then with Danny, she suffers from anxiety and she tries everything to be the best partner and girlfriend in a relationship she can be, but she's always taken for granted. And she has the cutest little girl pout. Like when she pouts, you know, it's like you just want to grab her cheeks and say, oh, it's going to be okay. Because, you know, she has like a round face and stuff. And she has this little girl pout. Anyway, she has that down. So that was cool. And you have Josh. Uh, he had a dissertation to write on the pagan cult, which he took notes on their bizarre rituals. He also felt in, fell into conflict with his friend Christian for wanting to do his dissertation on the same subject. So his character was subtle and funny as hell to me. Um, a lot of people weren't really laughing in the movie theater as much as I was. I was cracking up because it was like a connection. I don't know why. With with Josh, it was like I kind of knew what he was thinking. And I knew why he was making these faces. You know what I mean? So it was kind of, it was cool because like he would just do certain things. And I, and I would knew exactly why he was doing it. And I felt like, you know, um, I felt that uh, William played a good role in bringing that out you know you know he, he brought that that character out now josh he kind of you know went left you know as the movie progressed but hey i'm not going to get too deep into that but i definitely loved his subtle comedy i got it a lot of people in the movie theater weren't laughing i was like the only one laughing laughing in the movie theater and it got to the point where people started laughing at me because or people started laughing because i was laughing you know at what was going on because i would laugh first it was a certain thing anyway i'll get i'll get back to that later anyway so you have mark he's the rude comic relief he pissed some people off in the movie and he was considered the fool of the movie so keep that in mind when you're watching it and so that's like a little subtle hint you know you probably forget by the time you watch the movie anyway uh, but that has nothing to do with anything. Like I said, anything I say is going to be really, really small. I'm not spoiling anything too, too much. Uh, I shouldn't be spoiling anything. But then you have uh, Pele, the last uh, uh, friend of the group. Uh, he invited. He's the one that invited everyone to see his roots. Uh, so he actually, him and Josh, actually the whole group talked about them coming to Sweden and Josh was going to write his dissertation and things of that nature about his family and his upbringing and things of that nature and his, you know, the village. And he's a he's a friendly, you know, like he's the friendliest one I felt from the group. Even Danny, like the group didn't really appreciate Danny. Like the group, you can tell they didn't really want her around. And Pele was the only one that took Danny in he understood her pain and what she was going through and things of that nature and so he was the only one that wasn't cold towards Danny uh, yeah he was the only one that wasn't cold towards Danny so he was real cool in that aspect I love how the characters interacted with one another uh might be some people that disagree but I did it felt like a weird awkward friendship you know just a group of people like like I felt like I was just a by bystander you, you know hanging out with a group of people i'm just watching how they interact with one another you know and you can you know tell who might be the asshole of the group and you know things of that nature but i did like that the cinematography man it was so dope it was very beautiful very beautiful film uh the movie was interestingly funny i was dying in the movie theater as i said before i was just cracking up at everything it was just like hints that i would get just looking around in the movie and there's little hints that will, you know, kind of, you know, do certain things. And then I would laugh 
and then people wouldn't be laughing yet and then the situation would happen and then you could hear the people in the movie theater they then they would laugh after the situation happened so that was cool you know uh i had you know i i had a good time laughing and being weirded out it was like being weird and you know feeling weird and just laughing i you know i i laughed like it was a comedy I mean, I was cracking up. That's how weird it was, you know. Like I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Like for example, like it, this is very very small. It was like you know how they have the scores for the film. Like it's supposed to be like this pleasant environment, and then you just hear like flutes and stuff playing, and then all of a sudden you look around. There's like these dudes and you know all white playing flutes. So it was almost it was almost you know like satire or something like that or just you know like it was just comical it was just like for me i nobody laughed only i laughed because i thought that was funny as hell because i really thought that was the score until i turned until like maybe i looked down when the people came out with their flutes i don't know but because i do a lot of typing in the movie theater so yeah i didn't know that it was you know that it was a score and then i look up i see these dudes in all white like and lined up playing flutes that was just funny as hell to me to see it was just hilarious and like the, the, the way people were moving it was just funny man i had a good time it was just strange um but yeah it did have a slow burn but the interaction was funny to me a lot of people that i've spoken to didn't really appreciate the slow burn i found humor in the slow burn like I was paying, I was like hanging off of every dialogue, you know what I mean? Like what's going on and try to figure out what this character may be feeling at this point. And that's, that's how I actually enjoyed the movie or the slower points of the film. And you got to pay attention to the hints and the messaging, especially when you're on the island, uh, when you're in Sweden, rather, when you're on that land, just kind of look around, especially if there's paintings and stuff, just look around. You know, I'm not going to say anything like that, you know, anything weird, but, you know, it kind of prepares you for, you know, what to expect and stuff like that. You know, it goes by fast, so it's not too much of a spoiler, but just kind of look around the room. And uh, I kind of see why Jordan Peele was raving about this film. I, I do. I don't know if it's from the perspective of a black person, because I haven't spoken like it was a girl. She was sitting in front of me. And she was black, and she was cracking up too. I, I laughed the most. It was a group of white people behind me. They weren't. They laughed. I think they were laughing because I was laughing because I was cracking up. And there were certain parts that were that was funny. You know what I mean? But I was cracking up in that movie theater because it was so weird. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's why Jordan Peele. Because I'm like I'm like Jordan Peele. I'm like yo. I might have to put this over us. You know what I mean? Because. Us was my number one because actually, as I mentioned in my previous uh, in my previous podcast about us, why it was so scary to me because it was personal. I actually had a dream about some of that stuff that was going on in the film, but this right here, man, this this was just so weird and trying to you know get it, you know what I mean? Like it, it just you know putting yourself in that situation and what would you do, you know? And I and 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 that's what made it creepy because it was almost claustrophobic in a way or or like you know on on escape no escape island or something like that you know it it was just you know you had that feeling there and then the situations that were going on around you and then you like maybe that only black character you know what i mean so you kind of know 
you might not last. You know what I'm saying? It, it, well, I, want, I don't want to put it like that. Like, you might not last. But you, you have to watch it and see. Because it's not like, you know, everybody just turning to cannibals or something crazy to that nature. It's far more advanced to me than that. And more complex. It's more complex than that. So, like, don't expect, you know, just, you know, just crazy stuff to just be happening. Or, you know, zombies. Or not zombies. But, you know, just, you know, just crazy stuff to be popping off like they all just turn to be turn out to be murderers like don't expect excuse me don't expect that but you know but still though i you know you kind of you know, as a black person you kind of think about all right if i was in a situation would i be screwed and yeah the answer would probably be yes i would be screwed you know um now does that mean that you know only black people would be screwed no uh-uh nah a few people would be screwed in that situation it depends it depends how you play the game you know, it depends on your mind state, you know, like before, you know, it depends on your mind state. I'm not going to get too far in depth in it. But anyway, yeah. So what would I compare this film to? I would have to compare this film to the 1970s version of The Wicker Man. I enjoyed The Wicker Man. Uh, one of my homeboys in college, Shanti, shout out to you, actually turned me on to The Wicker Man. And it was weird. I tried to turn my uh, my professor. I don't think I think my professor back in the day couldn't stab me. I tried to get her to watch The Wicker Man, and she was like, "No," especially the part when he had that orgy. But anyway, 1970s Wicker Man. I felt like it had some modern romance in it uh, because modern romance is known to be a breakup movie, and this is uh, that's what this movie is. It's a breakup movie, and Midsummer. Midsummer. 2003 version is actually almost like the same storyline as the 2003 version of midsummer but it's spelled m-i-d-s-o-m-m-e-r not o-r so yeah so um but yeah so what will i give this film i critical will give this film a rating right after these messages All right, welcome back, welcome back. So, what I will give this film, I will give this film nine and a half. <gasps> That's what I give this film. And you're like, what the hell was that? And maybe if you just didn't hear me, I will give this film nine and a half. <gasps> all right, and you're like, all right, what does the hell does that have to do with anything? As you all know, when I do my ratings, that means you got to watch the movie to know what the hell I'm talking about. And usually it plays a, a, you know, a significant part or it just stood out to me in the film. So, yeah, I give it nine and a half. <gasps> so there. That's my review on Midsummer, And I am interested to hear what you guys think on it. So if you hit me up on critical blue reviews critical with the k-r-i-t-i-c-a-l b-l-u-e-r-e-v-i-e-w-s yeah just at me at critical blue reviews on instagram and tell me what you think of the movie actually tell me what you think about all the movies if you disagree i love the debate i love the debate and if you're in like proximity proximity to where i am you want to debate me we can do that too but yeah anyway 
so yeah go ahead and hit me up tell me what you think what you did did or didn't like about the film uh that would be cool just to kind of get everybody's opinion because i already know that people are not going to find the movie as funny as i did i already know that just by the by the way i was cracking up in the movie theater and it was quiet at certain points and i was dying laughing and i was like you know what I don't care. I find this funny as hell. Like, you know, it is, is what it is. You know what I mean? So, hey, you know, it just is what it is. But yeah, tell me what you think. And I'm interested to know your point of view on this film. All right. All right. Y'all take it easy. And remember to make me last by giving listeners support, listeners support to the podcast. And one.